Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA, and I am so thrilled today to be joined by four ladies in the industry who I consider not only leaders, but also friends. Uh, and, and before we get into who each of them are, I'm just going to say what we're about to talk about is obviously one of the most important things that dental assistants and dental team members deal with on a daily basis. So this is really important information that we're getting ready to share. And we're going to start out with the dental divas, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're all nodding their heads as I look <laughs> at them on video. Leslie Canham, one of my dear friends, and, and again, one of those great infection control thought leaders who is out there. Would you mind introducing yourself to those who don't know you? Well, thank you, Kevin. Uh, I'm a speaker and consultant specializing in infection control, OSHA compliance, Dental Practice Act regulations, and HIPAA. I'm also a certified speaking professional through the National Speakers Association, and I speak nationally and internationally. I am the founder of Leslie Canham and Associates LLC, and I provide on-site training, inspections, and uh, also help make regu regulatory compliance easy for my clients. Sounds great. And the next of the compliance divas I would love to introduce is my dear friend and a, a, a regular contributor to this podcast, I might add. That's Mary Gavoni. Hey, Mary, how are you? I'm great, Kevin. Thank you again for having the divas join you today on the podcast. Uh, my background in dentistry is as a dental assistant and a hygienist. I have been a compliance consultant and lecturer for about 30 years now. And all the, the lengthy list of, of things that Leslie shared, I, I kind of do the same things as, as we all do. And uh, happy to be working with this great group of experts. Well, and that's the thing I love about the four of you is the fact that all of you are kind of going down the same path, but each of you also have those little uh, detours that you split out on as well that each of you are so uh, well versed on. And that includes my friend, Linda Harvey. Linda, how are you today? Would you mind introducing yourself for a moment? Thank you, Kevin. It's great. I'm so happy to be here with our divas this afternoon. And likewise, we all have our unique aspects. And so my, my beginning and my roots in dentistry were as a dental hygienist. And from there, I blossomed into a medical career worked in corporate uh, healthcare risk management for a while. So that's what I bring with working with clients in the compliance area in the same area as everybody else does. And um, also own three, two different uh, compliance related companies. So life is very busy on the compliance related side, speaking and consulting and helping offices stay abreast of these changes and out of trouble. <laughs> And there is so much that has changed for practices with COVID mm -hmm. and everything that has come since. So, so thankful, Linda, that you're on, as well as my friend, Olivia Wan. Olivia, it's good to see your face. I wish our, uh, our viewers could see it. Uh, it's good to see your smile, but would love for them to know a little bit about you. Thank you, Kevin. Well, I, I, I'm an all around country girl, as you well know. Uh, and I am also a speaker and consultant. So I've been maintaining a professional consulting firm, Modern Practice Solutions, for the last uh, 22 years. And I also practice law in Tennessee and Kentucky. And I really enjoy working with dental practices and helping them close the gaps in their compliance programs. So I hope the information is beneficial to those that are listening. Well, and I will say that Whenever I have worked as an editor at Dr. Bicuspid, Dental Economics, Dental Products Report, wherever I've gone in this great industry, I have I've routinely asked these amazing women for advice 
for articles, for tidbits, uh, you know, and so I'm so thankful to them that they are not only always willing to share their knowledge with our listeners, but with readers for so many years. So seriously, Compliance Divas, thank you all so much for what you all have done. So Leslie, I'm really curious, how did the four of you meet? Well, you know, we all attend professional organizations and we all uh, provide a similar type of service to our clients. And uh, in the uh, collaboration of not only in the professional organization setting, but also the collaboration uh, individually. Uh, if one of us has a question, we'll reach out to the other. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll coordinate on certain projects. And it's not like competition. It's like cooperation. And uh, I think that that has really helped us to enrich our uh, our knowledge base by having being able to share the information. Uh, we find that I think uh, the, the pros go to the same watering holes over and over again to drink from the knowledge that we normally uh, would, would uh, get, uh, you know, if you'd have to research on your own. And of course, one of the uh, top places that, that I've met, I think probably everyone is through OSEP, the Organization for Safety, Sepsis and Prevention. Yeah, and I think that's where I've run into each of you at some point or another is talking about uh, what has gone on with OSAP and, and the great information that they provide uh, as well. So, you know, and again, what you all are talking about, what you all are bringing to the table is so important as a compliance divas. And Mary, I've got to ask, what, what was it? Was it COVID-19 or what really brought all this together that led to this group being formed? Great question. And it actually was COVID-19. In the beginning of the pandemic, we all collectively had lots of questions and little frustration with, you know, what does the CDC mean by this? And, and so we were emailing each other and it just sort of evolved into, well, you know, if enough of us have the same questions, then why don't we have uh, a meeting and just kind of talk about some of the things. And I think it originally started out with some of the original guidance from CDC. Then there was an opportunity for us to collaborate on a town hall meeting um, that we did. And we had a number of planning sessions and we so enjoyed being able to um, bounce ideas off each other and share each other's viewpoints on all the, the information that we were having to digest and disseminate that we just made it a regular Monday morning meeting. And out of that, it was just kind of a joke that we decided that well, let's just call ourselves the compliance divas because that's kind of what we were doing is trying to make sure that we were giving out consistent, accurate, fact-based information so that there wasn't any more confusion than there needed to be out there in the, in the dental community. Wait a minute. Are you telling me accurate information is important? Is that what I hear you say? That's crazy talk right there. I tell you. No, I, I, I and I, one thing I want to ask, uh, Linda, Olivia, Mary, I want to ask, I want to ask you guys this because, you know, Mary and I kept up so much during all these changes, uh, you know, and, and how often things were changing. It seemed like the goalposts were moving and there was new information coming. Did you all view that as challenging, frustrating? What was that like for you all on the compliance side of things, trying to make sure that everybody had not only the correct information, but the latest correct information as well? 
I mean, it was extremely frustrating and challenging at the same time. So you hit the nail on the head, you know, just to continually stay in front of our computers and news media and reading documents and discussing them with each other, just to be sure that we were on track. It was, it was nonstop between doing that as well as coaching our clients and then also providing other seminars and sessions that we did to help others that were just in general dentistry in general. It was um, very challenging. Yeah. And I've got to ask, what questions did you all get during this time? And do you all still get to this day as we're now starting to, to come out of this pandemic and we see dentistry still changing? We've received a lot of questions about PPE. You know, COVID changed things so much, bringing N95s on the scene. And there was lots of questions about being safe. And, and just the discussion of fear and making sure dental assistants and hygienists and dentists were practicing safely and in compliance with the latest guidelines. So we had lots of questions about N95s, particularly when there were shortages. And also more currently, we're dealing with the questions about people refusing the COVID-19 vaccine, whether to have a voluntary or mandatory program. So the questions continue to evolve as we move further through the pandemic. And Olivia, you brought up masks and, and I was just with our, our friends from Hugh Freedy uh, last week in Chicago. And one of the things that they're hearing so much is about the reusing of masks and you know how often we should change our masks and everything else. And, and certainly at the start of the pandemic, we know how tough masks were, as you mentioned, as we're coming out of this, is that a message about mask usage that you all are hammering home maybe more than anything else? Just curious. I'd love for any or all of you to tackle that topic. Well, certainly. I mean, initially when there were shortages, we had to look at optimizing our supplies, which permitted reuse, which permitted the use of K95s. But now that we have adequate supplies, we should not be reusing disposable personal protective equipment. So it's very important that our dental colleagues are up to date on those latest guidelines. So they're not following instruction that was published early on, which is now out of date. Absolutely. Um, and that, interestingly enough, will most likely be our one of our first or or next up uh, episodes of our podcast. And one of the reasons we decided to do the podcast was to keep everybody updated as things are now changing and there's misperceptions out there. So we'll focus a lot on that and make sure that everyone gets the right information about what they should be doing to keep themselves safe right now. And I love that you mentioned the podcast because I think that's going to be really fascinating to see evolve. And, and again, just to be on the fly on the wall and listen to you all talk about all these hot topics that are out there. And, and Linda, I, I want to ask you, what, what do you see that makes this group of compliance divas so unique in what you all are doing and are going to do? Well, Kevin, that's a great question. One of the several, several things in the short answer. You know, we've all known each other for a long time. We all work and do very similar types of consult or provide similar types of consulting services. But the background and depth of what we've done varies. You know, Olivia's become an attorney over the years and, and several of us have, um, not so much me, but the other late divas have more extensive dental assisting background. You know, I worked in medicine for a while. So, so we bring this individual 
experience that's very vast and very uh, in depth. And when we bring that together collectively, it, it's fourfold. So we're gonna be able to bring just much greater information, stronger information, as Mary said, to be sure that everything is consistent and accurate with what the current guidelines are and regulations so we can um, keep office visits. And then as Olivia said, make sure they're following what's in order now and not following something that's out of date. Yeah, that's so very important. And, and I'm curious, uh, you know, uh, Linda, if you want to tackle this or any of the divas, uh, you know, where do you get your information on COVID related issues and making sure that you're staying accurate and up to date with what that is? We spend a lot of time reading the regulations, Kevin. <laughs> you see us all in glasses today, right? Exactly. <laughs> we spend a lot of time reading those regulations. So, and actually, you know, just to kind of parlay what, what Mary said too, with consistent, accurate information, it's it's that consistent information where we know where the source is. We go back and we, you know, we discern what the source is. So that way, if we have a question from a client or a seminar attendee, we can point them in the direction of accurate information of where it comes from. So they know it's not secondhand, it's not hearsay, and it wasn't just an assumption. I, I know one thing that always just sends, sends shivers down my spine is when I see something on Facebook that's posted out there and everybody kind of starts agreeing and liking. I'm just like, no, that's wrong. Don't do that. You know, and, and, and I know that that's got to be a frustration for you all as well, knowing how important infection control and prevention is, and yet seeing the, a lot of the misinformation that's spread so easily uh, on social media and just in the practice overall. And I would like to interject that, you know, some people left the profession because of fear and having been a dental assistant and office manager that survived the onset of HIV and all the changes that we had to make back in the 80s and into the early 90s and looking at our dental assistants now in, in, and hygienists and, and keeping them safe and loving their careers that we can continue in the professions that we love. Kevin, to piggyback off that, I can, I can see um, all dental teams want to do what's right. And that's their number one goal. They may not know exactly what that right is. And so they create workarounds unknowingly or they develop processes that really don't follow the manufacturer's instruction for guidelines or follow sound science. So they end up doing something that's not correct or best practices in the end. And so that's one of the things that we hope to address so we can actually bring that information and keep them up to date and current. That's tremendous. And Leslie, yeah, would you like to add something here? Yes, I think that uh, the whole point of being able to continue your career in dentistry is to make sure that you're working safely and confidently. And there's so much conflicting information out there that that's where we find that our, our dental professionals are reaching out for these workarounds Linda mentioned. You know, for example, um, many people unknowingly wearing can, KN95 respirators when, while it might be have emergency authorization use does not comply with OSHA. So a lot of dentists were cited in pretty uh, hefty citations. And then there was the shortage that we experienced with disinfectant wipes. And so some people were following the guidance sometimes of their dental reps or sometimes even from their public health department to saturate gauze in liquid disinfectant. And <laughs> we know uh, from experience uh, and, and from attending our infection control training 
saying that that actually degrades the disinfecting properties. So while we thought we were protecting ourselves with the right PPE, we, we may not have been. And we, when we thought we were protecting our patients and, and managing environmental surfaces properly, we may not have been either, yet the intention was to do the right thing. And that's why we wanna dispel a lot of the myths and help people find the accurate, validated, scientific resources. And we do work very hard at that. As Linda mentioned, uh, we, we meet weekly, every Monday morning, uh, before we start our week, uh, we bring together all of the questions that have been uh, brought to us. We, we look up the data to see if anything's changed and boy, does it change. It's almost a part-time job <laughs> to keep up with CDC uh, to understand how that how to put that into practice for dental practices. And then also to make sure that we're following OSHA and, and local guidance. And uh, so all of it is rather overwhelming. And I'd like to say we have four pairs of eyes that are and ears that are, are continually sifting through the information. And uh, that's where we decided, you know, we are the compliance divas. We, uh, we own this and we are really working hard at this and we wanna share this with the world. And, and selfishly, I will say, I'm glad you all are keeping track of this because I cannot imagine as a dental professional trying to make sure that not only am I doing my job right, I'm running my business right, but I'm also protecting my team and my patients right as well. So I'm real thankful for experts like you all. Mary, I've got to ask, so the Compliance Divas, you're out there, you're out and about. Tell me more about the podcast and what's next for this fine group. Well, the podcast will launch early next week, uh, the second week in May, and it will be a weekly podcast. So we should be available on all of the um, podcast apps for listeners. They can, participants can go to our website, thecompliancedivas.com, and there will be a link on the homepage to uh, the podcasts, and they will be uh, available um, as yours are historically saved so that they can go back and listen to, um, anyone can go back and listen to previous issues. Each week we'll have uh, typically a single topic and it's going to, we're going to try to keep it to what's the hottest topic that, that we're seeing or the most questions that we get. Um, we will also um, entertain uh, the questions that we get from um, everyone out there and answer those um, during the podcast. And we'll bring in other experts for interviews periodically as well, maybe some manufacturers and some other um, infection prevention experts to give us their opinions as well. So we're going to have a variety of, of topics and lots of information. And we also will have information about how anyone can contact any one of the four of us if they need additional compliance assistance. And Olivia, that was one thing that I was going to ask the group. So, so while you all are still coming together as the compliance divas, each of you are still maintaining your individual businesses and, and how you all are already doing things with clients, correct? That's correct. We're each con continuing to consult with our clients, providing seminars, workshops, still doing lots of Zooms and also assisting clients who have unfortunately run into citations to work through those, get them into compliance and continuing to provide training and share knowledge. 
down. They also can send an email to support at the compliance divas.com as well. That's good. Uh, good. Yep. That, that's, that's always good. I have a feeling I'm going to be sending some anonymous ones there with questions. So that, that uh, you well, know, we welcome and I, the challenge, Kevin. <laughs> well, and, and I want to make sure that our listeners know that this is, you know, we always talk about trusted resources. We always talk about making sure that you're doing things the right way. These are the ladies who you need to be going to, to ask the right questions and to get the right answers. Uh, so dental assistance, whether you've been in this industry five minutes or 50 years, this is a great, great resource for you. Uh, and Leslie, I'm, I'm going to wrap up with you, if that's all right, because you mentioned at the very start OSAP. And I think that there's so many folks out there that don't realize the value that OSAP brings to this uh, community and how hard they work behind the scenes to really uh, be, keep everyone safe. That's right. You know, Kevin, I would not be able to do what I do as a dental infection control and OSHA consultant without the, uh, the resources, the education, the continual enrichment that I receive from OSAP. Um, in fact, it's kind of a funny little joke around my family. I tell my kids and grandkids, I say, you know, there's going to be no weddings. There's no birthdays. There's nobody has an accident during OSAP symposium or annual meeting because mama's not going to be in town. She's going to be getting her education. Well, I, I love that. And, and again, I know that it has been, it has played such a big role uh, in, in how much I've learned about infection control. And I know like tip of the iceberg compared to what you guys do. So to each of you, thank you so much for not only being on today, but what you're doing behind the scenes to help so many dental practices around the country. Thank you for inviting us. Thanks for having thank us, Kevin. Absolutely. And make sure you reach out to the Compliance Divas. Uh, and Mary, I'm just going to make sure it's, com- is it CompliancedIvas.com? It is the CompliancedIvas.com. Ah, this is why I ask these questions right there. So you got to <laughs> ask the experts and let them tell you the right answers. So there you go. Uh, but dental assistants, dental team members, this is such an important part of what you do every day. Not only keep yourself safe, but also those customers who are coming through those doors, your patients who are sitting in those chairs. It's so important that you're doing not just something, but the right thing every day. And so on behalf of the Ignite DA, on behalf of Dental Assistant Nation, thank you, Compliance Divas, for all you're doing. We look forward to working with you and also hearing that first podcast. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast. We so appreciate that. Make sure that you drop us a line through the Ignite DA Facebook page if there's something you want us to pass along to the Compliance Divas or a topic you want us to tackle in a future podcast. But until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, wishing you health and success in the year ahead. Together, we rise.